again studying God's Word. We're talking about God's glory, which is God's revealed presence. He's present with us as believers. But if we let him have his way in our lives on a daily basis, his, he reveals himself more powerfully. He shows himself in all his glory. And Moses had that prayer, Lord, show me your glory. And that's what Moses wanted. And he want, God's glory can never be diminished, but we may not recognize it because we're not open to it. C.S. Lewis once said, a man can no more diminish God's glory by refusing to worship him than a lunatic can put out the sun by scribbling the word darkness on the wall. And that's true. You can't diminish God's glory. It's, it's there. You may not see it, recognize it, or even know it. But because our eyes are often blind and our hearts are often closed, and often we don't recognize his presence, but he is present and he wants to show us his presence. Moses was a man who had seen God's presence, and now he, he, he is given an invitation by God. I want us to read this from the 34th chapter of the book of Exodus, beginning at verse 1. The Lord said to Moses to chisel out two tablets like the first ones, and I will write them the words that were on the first tablets, which you broke. Be ready in the morning, then come up to Mount Sinai. Present yourself to me there on the top of the mountain. No one is to come with you or to be seen anywhere near the mountain. Not even the flocks and herds may graze in the front of the mountain. So Moses chiseled out two stone tablets like the first ones and went up to Mount Sinai early in the morning as the Lord had commanded him. And he carried the two stone tablets in his hand. And the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed his name, the Lord. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands, and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. And he goes on to say, Moses, the, the Bible says, Moses bowed to the ground at once and worshiped. Lord, if I have found favor in your eyes, then let the, let the Lord go with us. Although this is a stiff-necked people, forgive our wickedness and our sin and take us as your inheritance. And the Lord goes on to speak some more words to Moses. And let's go down to, to verse 29. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the covenant law in his hands, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them, so Aaron and all the leaders of the community came back to him, and he spoke to them. Afterward, all the Israelites came near to him, and he gave them all the commands the Lord had given them. So Moses had seen again God's glory, and the invitation God gave him was to meet him in the morning on the, on the mountain. And the first thing God is saying to us is if you want to have my glory revealed in your life, then you need to make sure that you be ready to meet me. You make arrangements to meet me on a, pl on a regular basis. You spend time with me. And Moses was one of the busiest man, men on the face of the earth when his father-in-law came to visit him earlier his father-in-law told him, you can't continue to do what you're doing. I mean, you're doing the work of ten men. And so he had to get other people to help be judges and help determine the, the differences that the people had with each other. But God said, I know how busy you are. I know how full of, 
activities you are, but I want you to get ready to make arrangements and meet me in the morning. And you see, this is, this is a meeting that God wants with each of us on a daily basis. He wants us to be still and know that he is God. He wants us to recognize his presence, recognize his nearness, recognize our need of him. And the only way we can do that is if we seriously make arrangements. I want to guarantee you and promise you that if you don't plan it carefully, you won't spend regular times with God in the morning. You just won't. You'll be too busy. You'll have to get to work. You won't get up in time. Whatever it is, you'll stay out too late the night before. It takes planning. It takes definite arranging to fit your schedule where God is the most important thing in it. And you're going to spend time with God in the morning, no matter what else you do. You see, the same is true of worshiping together with God's people. It happens only if we plan it, if we make arrangements, if we determine this is really important for me and my family. We're going to be in church on Sundays. And so Moses recognized God's invitation, and God said, I don't bring anybody with you. Come by yourself. And, and in the past, the people had crowded up to the mountain when God had Moses there speaking to him, and God said, don't do that. I just want you. I want to speak with you. Jesus emphasized again and again this necessity. The Bible says he himself went apart to a solitary place, and he prayed alone, the Bible says. And he commanded us to enter a closet and shut the door and talk to God by ourselves. It's great to pray with people. It's great to have prayer meetings. I'm all for it. I think they're wonderful, and I think they're life-changing. But I think there's nothing like having alone time with God. When I myself spend time with God, or you yourself spend time with God, and that we accept God's invitation to do that. Jesus said, present yourself to me. It literally means place yourself before me. And as we present ourselves to the king, it makes a difference. The Bible says Moses accepted God's invitation, and he cut two tablets of stone that God told him to. He obeyed God, and he was given the Ten Commandments again, and he experienced God's presence and power in a mighty way. I want you to see not only the invitation that's here, but there's also a revelation here. Once Moses obeyed, God began to reveal himself to Moses. A fresh revelation of God came, and the Lord descended in the cloud and stood there with him as he called upon the name of the Lord. Then the Lord passed by in front of him and proclaimed that he was the compassionate, gracious, slow to anger, and abounding loving kindness and truth kind of God. In fact, the Jewish scholars say, these, here are the 13 main attributes of God, and he showed most of them to Moses that day on the mountain. God doesn't, in our quiet time, doesn't always reveal himself in a powerful way, but if we'll be consistent, we'll see his glory. If we'll be consistent, we'll experience the wonder of his presence, and we'll, we'll know what it is to really have time with him. He'll forgive us our sins. He'll cleanse us of our unrighteousness. He will guide us in the paths that we need to walk. He will show us the way to live our lives. He will give us the victory over problems and sins and hurts and difficulties. And it's really important. And I think it's important for us to teach these things to our children, to help them establish these patterns in their lives. And the response that Moses made was he worshiped. The Bible says he made haste to bow down low before the earth and worship. He, he appreciated and recognized the worship 
of God and celebrated that by bowing down before him and giving God his rightful attention. Now, we're going to pick that up tomorrow. I want to encourage you today, spend some time alone with God. Arrange it, plan on it, work it out. Somehow do something to get that as a part of your regular schedule, and you'll be blessed. God bless you. Have a great day.